What is up, our turkey detectives? Hope you're having a fantastic day. Uh, welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Show. I'm your host, Daniel J. The other day, we had a uh, a show where viewers were calling in. And um, on that show, we had a caller, Kim, from the state of Washington, who claimed that she had two of her children that attended WSU. Um, she stated that those children um, were close-ish to the situation. And... In this video, in this clip, I'm going to drop the conversation that we had. It's about 30 minutes. I have been able to verify who she is, who her children are, and that they attend um, WSU. I've also been able to verify the acquaintances and the friends and, and everybody that's associated with uh, her claims as far as um, who her children um, are associate with. There is a connection to the victims there and some very startling information that came about. Now, a lot of that information came about after the phone call. You'll hear in the phone call, she'll say, I feel like I should tell you this off air. Me and her had that conversation. So this episode is just the phone call. Part two, which is going to be the conversation that she and I had after the fact, will be aired tomorrow. So I, I highly encourage you guys to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And ring that notification bell. That way you're notified also of that conversation uh, or that summary of the conversation that she and I had after the fact. You know, and we'll get into detail a little bit more of how I was able to verify or what I was able to verify as far as um, her children attending uh, WSU and how close in proximity and um, close to both Brian Kohlberger and the victims. Um, so please don't forget to do that. Also, this type of content usually gets demonetized, which means that YouTube doesn't push it out that often in order for this to reach uh, a broader audience, hitting that like button, hitting that subscribe button would really help this channel move forward in the right direction, um, and get this content out to as many people as possible. With that being said, guys, here's the conversation. Uh, let me know what you think in the comment section. And be ready because part two tomorrow will have uh, more details. In fact, a lot more details as far as what they know. It's it's significant. Here we go. Actually, I had somebody calling in. I'm going to call them back because they've called a couple of times. Let me see if they answer. I've never done this before where I call somebody back. But I'm going to call Kim. If you're listening, I'm calling you right now because you've called in a couple of times. Kim. Hello, Kim. This Hello. is Daniel from the uh, Drunk Turkey Show. <laughs> no. I know you called a couple of times, so I wanted to return. I did call a couple of times. I did call a couple of times. I just really feel it's important that anybody who's listening who's got kids over there or lives over there to know that um, we're, don't just think because this guy's behind bars right now that it's all done and it's safe because um, it's really not. The, the case is still ongoing. The investigation is still ongoing mm -hmm. um, and pretty active. And, it, you know, I have two kids over there. It's scary. Right. terrifying actually and um and i get they got to catch the guys but the lack of transparency is wild right. and i have been told not that i'm not to speak but you know what i'm a mom put me in jail like I, whatever i'm not gonna not speak stop speaking if i don't think my kids are safe and right. i honestly do not believe they're safe and this guy he's a monster no doubt i have no doubt but there's so many other areas in this case that are just not um being told nor should they have to be but you have to guarantee if if i call police officers and ask if my kid is safe and they can't guarantee me that that's a problem and that's what's happening right and they're over their heads 
Yeah. 100% Moscow is over, over their heads. And I'll say that to them, but this guy could get off. This attorney is better than good. Yeah. If you want an attorney to get you out, she will. And so will their forensic investigator, yeah. you know? And I'm not saying he's brilliant. I don't think he is. I think he's a monster. He's an animal. But, right. um, and he did know those girls. And we have a substantial and significant, and I say this on the record, and I'm not alleging it, I'm a parent, and I've been dealing with it now for two years. I paid 50 grand a year for this stuff. And I'll tell you what, there is a drug problem, a significant drug problem. There's a Greek row problem. And I've got kids on Greek row, right? So I'm coming from a place of no, knowing, and I just want people to just have a conversation with the kids. You are not safe. You Just because the guy's in, behind bars does not make you safe, right? Well, here's the thing, it don't so, matter where you I mean, I sent my kids to school tasered. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I noticed your your you know what state you were calling from, and and I know that it was mm -hmm. it looks like it was fairly close to um, where this mm -hmm. could have taken place. You know, you having kids that are currently you know going you know near there, that that would mm -hmm. be scary. I would be scared, and and um, mm -hmm. I understand where your fear comes from, and this probable cause. And you know, I've heard this as well about the lawyer that is defending Brian, and, mm -hmm. and his and her team that has come in already, and yeah. you know, I, I'm assuming based on the fact that because of the nature of the crime, the degree and the penalty that is involved, that the courts only had a few options as far as who can defend him. And that she was Correct. well aware of that um, early Correct. on. And mm -hmm. that's why she got to work right away. I mean, she stopped the cleaning. She mm -hmm. stopped a lot of things. And, and Oh, she stopped quite a few things. She's already asked for um, all of their evidence. She wants that. She yeah. asked for that today. And then there. to have a, the, the um, seal of the, I don't know, I kind of do know mm -hmm. what is, so this is over a state line. So there's no reason the feds can't get involved now. Right, because exactly. it's cross state lines, You're and right. um, right, and I don't think, and I, and I'll honestly be honest because it wasn't. I don't think it was as nice. I think it was the guy who SWAT killed September fifteenth night. Right, there was a incident at WSU involving a mm -hmm. uh, a guy who was threatening to cause harm, uh, unalive, and we'll use that term. Uh, his yeah, roommates, right. and he had yeah. been taken out by a, a lethal uh, means by the SWAT team, and you know. Correct. I'll be honest with you. I, I went looking for information on that case and I, mean, yeah. I found out his name and, and who he was. Mm -hmm. And this guy was an mm -hmm. older guy. He was in his above, I think it was 38. Like 30s. Yeah, like in the upper 30s. PTSD, right? Military PTSD. Right. He also is in UI Tech. He works for the University of Idaho Tech Department. Wow. And so. And Tech was down that night. So when they're saying they're getting pings or whatever, he's, first of all, he'd been in the house before a plethora of times. He was an invited guest into that home before. And, and I do know this because, well, obviously I'm here now and what are they gonna do? Um, my daughter, because my, we knew it, I, my daughter knew at 10 a.m. It was parents weekend the weekend it occurred. Right. And so we went to get my daughter for breakfast and then, um, and my son to go to breakfast and go to whatever grocery shopping or whatever before we left. And on the way home, we get this alert. It was like five o'clock. We come over to the other side of the mountains. Our kids are about six hours away. And so we came home and we get this alert and I called my daughter and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, oh, I already know, Mom. I knew that this morning, like around 10. I'm like, how did you know? And so anyway, as it all comes out, as I, I immediately called the FBI and told them every bit of information I had been given from my daughter and her roommate for them. They weren't there. But then we found out somebody was not telling the truth. So we had to call back. And, and other information has come out because, you know, I spent Christmas, Christmas, for Christmas, I pressed my kids to the wall for every bit of information they possibly could have because people, people didn't have children at Christmas. Like, it's beyond words. It's beyond I can't, but at any rate, um, so the kids, but they think the guys behind bars now and they're good. And the fact is, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There is a huge problem. It's a problem on Greek Row and it's a problem with Sigma Chi. And there's, there are 10 deaths, 10 student deaths at um, U of I since May. Oh, wow. That's an extraordinary amount. I don't know the count, but I will tell you this. Every time when we go to 
um, campus uh, quite a bit. You know, we watch the games or whatever and participate in our kids' lives there. And uh, every time we've been there, there's been a violent event, event or a gun event or something. There's never been a time we have been on that campus when there hasn't been something that went down. That's unacceptable, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's just because they don't listen and they're ignoring it. And, you know, my son's an athlete. He chose not to go Greek and he's actually chosen to transfer to um, ASU. Uh -huh. to finish out his education, which we're thrilled. My daughter's a senior though, right? She's about to graduate with Zana's sister. I mean, these kids are connected, they're friends, and I don't know them um, other than, I wish I never knew their names actually, to be quite honest, right? <laughs> right? I mean, but this, it could have been my kid. Yeah. You know, it could have been all of our children and nobody's paying, people are satisfied with it's okay because we said it was okay, but guess what? How can you tell me my kid is safe and that it's a targeted event, but you don't know who is the target or why? It's not. Well, it has, one on one has to make two. When it makes all these other numbers, something, something's not right. And I'm that mom that's just going to be a pain in the rear. Right. It's just, and I don't apologize for that. God gave me these children, and I plan to do my job. No, for sure, 100. percent You know, I have kids myself, and I, I yeah. would. I right. would. Just want to that, uh, Blue, Blue has a statement. Uh, I know you can't hear him. Go ahead, Blue. We can relate know. to you. We're from Texas, yeah. and I don't believe our kids are safe at school either. So we are. Yeah. Yeah, Blue says we're from Texas, and we actually live very close to a, a recent is, a incident that happened in Uvalde. Oh, right. uh, that that was oh. that's literally the halfway point from where we're located to our hometown, and we drive through there quite. That often. is heart wrenching. I am so so sorry. Yeah, my, that is just yeah. My little girl was actually in in the town of Uvalde during the incident. She didn't attend their school. Oh. And she was traveling, and they got stuck between uh, traffic because they had shut down the uh, the intersection there. And so that is terrifying. Yeah, that that is you know we're we're we understand that to a certain extent i mean i couldn't understand it you know from coming from you but you're right you know the, the one thing that i will say that is consistent from the police and the and the investigators out of moscow is that they've been trying to downplay mm -hmm. the um mm -hmm. the danger that's associated with it they initially called mm -hmm. it out a uh, isolated incident that was targeted and that the the, the surrounding right. individuals or, or students and and mm -hmm. locals were safe and clearly Correct. if this is the guy um, even though it may have been a targeted event in some some form mm -hmm. or fashion, um, then I would think and assume that, um, <clears throat> you know, based on the way and the degree that it occurred, I would assume mm -hmm. that they wouldn't be putting it out there that, that people were safe. You know, I would tell people to be vigilant. I would tell people, hey, you know mm -hmm. what, there's somebody out there on the loose that committed this crime. And, and to be safe. And, you know, you also look at the fact that they didn't want to put the rewards out there. They didn't want flyers out because that would deter people going into their schools. Mm -hmm. That has been a common thought and thought process um, for right. this situation ever since. Is that the mm -hmm. feeling that as a parent that you guys yes. got? It's numbers, it's a numbers game. So you're, these are two small towns that are connected, right? They don't, they're not competitive. As, uh, like, they're not, they don't, they don't compete against each other. They're not rivals, I guess is the verb I'm looking for. They're not rival state schools, but they're friendly schools. They get along with each other. A lot of the kids that went there went, you know, so, but they're numbers games. Those towns rely on our students' tuition. They do. And it was, it came all the way. And I do think the bottom line was, these kids are going to pour out of here if we don't get control over the narrative. Controlling the narrative would have been to be honest, to say, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what happened. We're going to send you guys all home globally. We know how to do this. We just did COVID. We can do this. We can rally. That would have kept your numbers up. Now, kids are fleeing. Like, they're dropping like flies. If I get my daughter out of there, I would have. And um, I think they should, if they release him, my daughter doesn't have an argument with me anymore. She can pay her own tuition if she wants to stay, but she's coming home. I mean, honestly. So I think, yes, it's a numbers game. It's about money. And I actually think it's really worth a deep dive into Christ Church. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting and disturbing church for Moscow's beautiful. Honestly, we prefer when we go there to stay in Moscow because it's got great restaurants. It's just got great a great vibe. 
um, the hotel's so much nicer than in Palma. And Palma's just kind of like, I don't know, agricultural corn. You know what I mean? Right. But Moscow's got a lot of great stuff. It's a really cool place to stay, and it's only five minutes away. Mm. Um, so, so we prefer that. But it's a weird. There is a. Um, you just got to do a deep dive into Christchurch, and a really deep dive into that because they control most of the land and the properties. It's just you have to look at it. I couldn't explain it, and I don't want to disparage other people's faith. You know, we all have our faith, and. Um, say anything that would get anybody in trouble but it's definitely worth a deep dive and there's a lot and so i mean honestly one of the guys who was um actually one of the men who actually was a suspect in this what committed murder and got off with probation and broke his right. probation three different times right? right and then another guy who works at mad greek because he doesn't work at mad greek he goes to mad greek and i don't know his name but her, his wife worked at mad greek I knew the girls and had lovely things to say about the girls, but he's also on that list. And I'm not. You're talking about the owner said, of the restaurant nearby, who is not um, the owner, but perhaps his, um, perhaps related to that okay. person, maybe. And there's another kid who's possibly related to the attorney general of the state. I mean, there's it's a very um, small town. This case and stigma Kai, I will say this and I'll say it outright into their face. I've already said it to their national committee. They are no innocent in this whole situation. There are things that have gone down. If these kids don't speak up, kids are going to get hurt. And they're afraid. I understand they're afraid. They got themselves in a little jam that's a little that was bigger than they thought. And I said to my daughter, why in the world would these derelicts? Because basically that's what I think all of these guys who have been named are. Not just it's because they're creeping on young girls. That's right. the creepers. That's what they were referred to. That's what that's what they, they knew. That guy had been in that house a plethora of times. For his Wi-Fi to connect to there is not a big deal because your phone will automatically reconnect if you've been there before. Right. Well, he would have Although to be I, there and have the password prior, right? Now. Well, you know, well, smartphones will just like if it's a new enough smartphone, like mine will just reconnect wherever I've been. Right. I don't even have would, to hit a button. They would have had to have connected initially, like for instance, if initially, there was, yes. yeah, if it was a private yes, uh, password right. protected, then it then he would have never connected to it. Uh, I have Correct. a question. Did, do your children that attended the school and the schools nearby? I'm not sure if they attended that school or his school. Well, I do. Um, no, yeah. My son was in classroom 13. He was a TA in classroom 12. Oh, wow. So, yeah. was so he, this was really close. Yeah. Did he know or was he, did he know of Brian? No, because Brian was a PhD student. To be a PhD student, so PhD students, I somebody called and told me this actually, um, and that PhD students have to do like a year of TAing and a year on the Pullman Police Department in order to, it's mm -hmm. part of the requirements so for getting a PhD. Yeah. Yes, correct. So no, my son is was he's only a second year, so right. he pre law. So he um he didn't, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't. He clearly doesn't care how many kids are present or if they're right. boy or girl, man. You know what I mean? He doesn't right. care. Right. So just take you out of that. His brother and I truly believe he wanted to solve the crime himself when he got hired by Pullman Police. I truly believe that, and he took all of these minions with his little survey, and he built up all these people he could mold mm -hmm. he had plenty of time to do it if you if you're malleable you know right and and i don't know that's right i don't know that that's wrong but i just know that the evidence he he did not leave that shield on purpose it, he didn't yeah it is it and is, I, it is a little bit suspicious especially the location in which it was found mm -hmm. the fact that there was and a in, single piece of and that bloodbath that bloodbath how in that bloodbath do you only have a tiny little fingerprint the kids don't even believe it the kids, my son came to me and he said, Mom, the route and the pings, and I didn't even know he was paying attention because it was over break. Well, obviously he was because I was insane, obviously. Um, but he um, said, it doesn't match up. And he went through it and I'm like, 
that's just numbers to me, right? That doesn't register. But right. then as I processed it, it's true. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. Yeah, we, we put together the pings on the on the phone. Mm -hmm. We put the uh, the mm -hmm. surveillance video and we mapped it out and we say the same thing. Uh, there's some missing pieces at the very least. Um, Besides the fact you have no range on either route. What do you mean and by that's no range? Me. Like you, so your phone, like there's parts when you're going coming from Moscow to Pullman, either way, that right. you can't get any service. Really? So you wouldn't ping, yeah, all the time, yeah. Service is sketchy, that's why the schools have, my son was really excited because in his dorm room, freshman year, he had um, the box was in his room. He goes, oh, I did service. But he knew from his sister who lives on Greek Row that that was a thing. So, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah there's, it's, it's like, uh, it's out there in the wilderness. It's the agricultural land, right? right? And it's their own rules and they follow their own rules. And it's insane. And my, and I, my daughter, I was shocked that she knew, and they're moving to Troy. This church is now going towards Troy, mm -hmm. but um, you know, the, they're, it, you just take a deep dive because they are worth a look because I don't know. I, it's not a church I join personally. Right. <laughs> I mean, but teach his own. I don't know, but they have a lot of control over the town. Maybe has a lot of control that way. A lot of people have a lot of control and it's a really scary thing because it's going to happen again. If they don't get all the way to the bottom of it and solve the problem from the bottom or the top down, whatever, uh -huh. then it's going to happen again because the killing, I don't think was what was supposed to happen. I think more what was supposed to happen was what was happening by the food truck and with what Maddie told Adam. Gotcha. So you right? think that and there's still something there with what Adam knows? Oh yeah. It was a trap house. Really? And I just learned that verbiage. Yeah. I just learned that verbiage. Yep. This Christmas, for Christmas, I got new verbiage. Plug in trap house. Right. Right. Not a clue what that stuff means. I mean, I'm 57 years old. Right. And right. no, no, this guy's not wearing pants. Frat guys are wearing pants. Yeah. And my daughter knew at 10 AM. Yeah. Dang. And the police were called at noon. That's insane. And I'm not, and here's the thing, until until somebody tells me otherwise, I've got someone's back. I, I do. And she's a kid. And even if kids get the opportunity to misstep and make mistakes and detour and do stupid sh things, and then they have a, their life is their legacy, right? right. These kids' legacies have been cut short. I don't blame their parents for not wanting things out there, and I don't want things out there. They were good kids. Right. They did a good job at school. They did everything they were supposed to do, and people just need to Treat them like their own. They are now the, our country. They are now our children. So right. treat them like our children. Don't disparage any of them, especially not because we could be wrong. I mean, there could be a, I don't know. And I'm not going to judge until I know. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. And um, she gets great, in my opinion. They both do. I'm glad they're alive. I hope they're glad they're alive. So. And I hope people are kind to them. From the school, from the students that attended the school and, and that are nearby, <laughs> yeah. uh, do they think that it's Brian or that maybe the police got it wrong? No, oh, they think it's him and they're good to go. They're, they're like feral kittens, right? Have you ever tried to corral them? Uh, right? I've never they're tried out there playing and having a good, yeah. Well, don't, because that's what college kids are. I'd rather have 10 two-year-olds than two college kids. Right. They just think, you know, it's their world. And, as you know, and there's a lot of, you know, haves and plenties. And, you know, it's uh can't happen to me, even though it just happened to somebody you know. Right. But, yeah, they have this, just, they can distance themselves so easily. Um, and I don't know if that changes when you have children or what but no these kids think they're fine they're safe they're good to go a lot of them went back to school with handguns with concealed weapon licenses oh wow now, I'm, mine I'm just went back with tasers yeah i'm not surprised though you know people would go back to protect <sighs> themselves and after a situation like this uh, one a couple more questions so okay. he apparently was pinged going south of moscow towards blaine and then Genesee, and then cross back over mm -hmm. into washington mm -hmm. and then went up north in those areas mm -hmm. how how is how is the reception for cell phone service there is none zero 
you have zero reception. For him to be out of range, because I don't know where the gun is. My guess would have been in one of the water towers because you could see it from anywhere. Right. Both campuses have a water tower. But I'm guessing it's probably down more towards Johnson in the cabins down there. And I think probably one of his little minions has a cabin down there. Mm -hmm. Got you. And I have told, and I have reported that and they have looked. I don't know if they found the weapon or not, um, but it's, I don't even think it's his anyway. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I, I think it's the guy who was killed by SWAT. So. Right. But I mean, there's no range. Yeah, range there is terrible. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they're, they try to utilize these pings going south. And I'm wondering mm -hmm. if, you know, is it possible that he headed south of Pullman and, you know, he was last seen in Pullman around 247. You know, once you head south right. of Pullman, how far do you go before you lose service? Oh, oh, maybe five minutes. I'm literally, honestly, because it's all, yeah, maybe five minutes. There's no cell phone towers. So um, when you get to, uh, when you come off of I-90, so from for me, coming from the Seattle area, mm -hmm. coming off I-90, right? I have, I have it, I'll have range from Seattle to Snoqualmie Pass, and then I won't have it again until I hit Ellensburg, and I'll have it from Ellensburg until I turn right towards Othello, and then you don't have it all, basically, you have, you can't get the radio at all, and I went to school, college in Ellensburg, so you could never get the radio in Ellensburg, mm -hmm. so that's kind of, if you're basing it on that, so if you go to, um, so you have, you're used, you know, but they use their iPhone, whatever, music stuff, but then we drive down, and you don't get it back until after you leave Colfax, which then is another, oh, you probably have range, it's a six hour drive, you have range for maybe two hours, max. Wow. So then if you're gonna go south or, and I think that Johnson, so from what I can tell, they went from homing towards Lewiston, you don't have range at all. Towards Spokane, you don't have range at all. I mean, a little bit, but not much. But if you're going deep towards Johnson, there's no range. Mm -hmm. There's no towers even to even get range. And so you go into data, which most people, so the kids go into data. So my phone will work on data uh -huh. and my kids will. But if you don't want it, if you don't think to turn it on to data, right? How can you like, and I don't even know that there weren't two cars because why did they change the year of the car? Because the year of the car that he, this guy was driving was in 2015. Yeah. There's two guys sitting in jail right now who stole a car in, um, um, in the Nampa, Napa, Napa area, Garden City area, which is a great part of Idaho. I, but I don't know what jail it would be or what county it is. Mm -hmm. um, and the only reason I know about the area is because my son plays basketball and during COVID, we could, Idaho was, Idaho is its own, Idaho is its own country. Let me just share that with you. <laughs> they could play ball, right? We were supposed to go to Texas. We were supposed to go to LA. All the time we were canceled. We could always find a game in Moscow. We could always find a game in Idaho. So that's why I know that part of it, but I also know there's no range. Right. And um, so two kids, so did they, I don't, they were, they were, I thought they were taken into custody somewhere around the 28th and they were arrested on the 30th, but I don't know if that's still there because all of, all of a sudden stuff comes down. Like when that SWAT guy, so I got an alert on the 15th of December. Uh -huh. This guy apparently on the 14th had gone into his student housing. Why a 38 year old man is living with two students in Cook housing with PTSD and works at U of I tech department beyond me i don't even understand that i don't know who the students are and or what the situation was uh -huh. but um but it's cook housing which is washington state what they call their housing department so he was there and he held them at gunpoint and tried to kill them he let them go they cleared my um so my son's dorm they lived on the south side uh -huh. cleared the south side evacuated south side during finals week and then wound up shooting him at whatever time it was but we didn't get the alert until three o'clock he started this at eight o'clock on the 14th and he died at four o'clock on the 15th and we didn't get the alert until like 3 30 oh, in the morning 
And we got three other alerts after that the following three days, which had no follow-ups. And so then one at one point, somebody had released, well, actually, I'm not sure if somebody had released it, to be honest with you, or if I had called somebody who was there that I knew was in media and I said, what's going on to go there? Because there were kids in my son's building that he knew. And um, she said, she told me that who he was. And then the next day, the stories totally changed. Mm-hmm. Everything, his name, everything. But he, you know, I mean, and so when I spoke with him, and I have been spoken, I've, the um, FBI has continued to contact us and asked us for my kids for more statements. Um, and I, and I've said, and I said to the last officer, I think I was a little fresh, I feel bad, but I said, you're not giving me anything and you're telling everybody they're safe? No way. I'm not giving you another thing until you tell me my kids are safe. Until you tell me what is going on. And I, I don't, maybe that's unreasonable. And I don't need to know what's happening. I just need to know that it's covered. And I just think it's not. I think with everything in me that these kids are unsafe and they're going, somebody's going to get harmed again. Right. There's a lot of dead children. And it is about drugs. And I don't know where it's coming from. But that was a trap house and they were buying drugs. He was meth and molly. And that's where it started. Yeah. No, yeah. For, I mean, everything that you're saying makes a lot of sense. And But you're a very good interviewer because you just got that completely out of me on the radio, right? <laughs> or YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, well, dude. <laughs> okay, well, I stand behind everything I say. I stand behind everything I say. And I will stand up in front of somebody. And I've told them that. Keep my kids safe. You know, she had brain surgery her senior year. She just wants a senior year summer. She's fine. Totally fine. She's finer than she should be. But, That's you know, we all have a story, right? We all have kids. And right. people, kids are out there without, you know, and it's, uh, they sh- I have, I, I don't know what to, I don't even know. My fear is they're going to let them go because they don't have enough to keep them or at least postpone. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some holes in this case now. I'm hoping that the search warrant and the, uh, the, the, uh, the search of the Elantra comes up with something that's more concrete because I mean, to, to hear this, you know, I, I knew that this was a rural area. I knew that triangulation mm-hmm. of cell tower pins were going to be not mm-hmm. the most reliable. There's, right. you know, there's a statement in the probable cause affidavit that states that on the 14th that he, you know, triggered or, or connected to a tower in Moscow, but they don't believe that he was there during that day. And so that kind of puts into question the reliability of all of the pings that are out there. And, Correct. you know, you look at the direction of travel that he was traveling from, from the east okay. to the west, yet Pullman's from mm-hmm. west and he would have been traveling east. That doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Um, you know, you also look at the time frame from, you know, he was at his house at 242, but two minutes later, he was two miles away uh, on video. Unless he was traveling 60 miles an hour through Pullman. Um, that is exactly what my son said. And it's a, Pullman's a walking campus. Both mm-hmm. of them are, right? The kids normally walk, right? It, they call them, I think they call them freshman calves because all they do is walk, right? And build up. So my son said exactly what you just said. It yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, that, that didn't make it, sense. Unless there was a second vehicle that was out there without a front license plate that matched the description. And as far as when they came up with the vehicle being older or newer, I'm sorry, uh, they probably didn't figure that out until until they came up with a suspect. Because had they known about that or that possibility prior to coming up with a suspect, that would have been broadcasted to be on the lookout for. And since it wasn't, that tells me that it, it wasn't found until after they discovered it was that this guy was a suspect. Correct. And when I spoke with, and so they kept announcing, which really infuriated me that he, they knew who he was within two weeks. And so when I spoke with the Pullman Police Department and I said, they knew who he was the next day mm-hmm. and you let him back on campus, walking around, going to Starbucks with my kids. Like, really? You really? Mm-hmm. Really? So they knew the next day. I wonder what evidence they had 
at that point that led to that direction. That is because they all knew who he was. Really? Yeah, they all knew who he was because I'll know him. Yeah. And I will tell you, I think some kids got scared. I think some kids are well connected and their parents spoke for them and they were waiting for the, they wanted the kids. The unfortunateness about this situation is it happened at Thanksgiving to Christmas, which I believe is well planned on his part. Right. He knew what he was doing, right? Absolutely knew what he was doing. So, um, and I couldn't pull my kid off that campus. She loves college. Like she loves it, which more power to her. I'm glad she does. I want you to love this experience, but God, right? You were in harm's way, but he knew what he was doing with this timing. This was planned. He was supposed to, he should have started on Monday at the Pullman Police Department and he was gonna solve this crime and be the hero. He knew that that guy. I truly believe because his car was right outside of that coffee, the coffee apartment house that he was going to, he knew it was his knife. He touched the knife. He will say, I, I, I would, I don't know anything for certain, but I believe that he will say, of course I did. He was my friend. He showed me the knife. It was cool. Right. I looked at it. I touched it. There you go. There's that alibi. So, right. Right. Yeah. The touch DNA thing, all he has to do is, you know, handle that sheath at one point, you know, mm -hmm. the fact that he was mm -hmm. in criminology, uh, may have been mm -hmm. a uh, reason to handle a weapon of that guy, maybe demonstrate mm -hmm. something. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that, that, those are all plausible explanations. Uh, but if mm -hmm. they knew who he was the next day, I, I, it leads me to believe that there's something that pointed in that direction very quickly. Now, so, and I'm going to just say this quite, so, mm -hmm. oh, I feel like I should tell you this privately, not publicly. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's possible yeah, because yeah, I just don't possible. want to announce it because you know what? These parents have lost children right. and I don't care what my kid does in life. If they don't get to change the trajectory of their life through their journey and their path, then who I, it's a terrible, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense at all? No, I, I completely understand what you're saying. And yeah, there, you know, we're actually probably only going to be on here for another few minutes. And then afterwards I can, uh, probably give you, you can a tap back. back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. And I'll uh, tell you what I know. Yeah. And share what I know and then let you I just don't want I don't want it to go away I don't want this guy to get away and I don't want his little minions to get away and I want everybody involved to have you know I want I never want to I never ever ever want to hear about this happening again so yeah so tap back when you're done yeah. I'll tell you yeah no we appreciate yeah? it cool. uh, thank you so much and I'll be giving you a call here in a little bit okay cool thanks all right thank you you have a good night we'll call you uh, soon you too bye bye, okay, bye. That's a lot of information and a lot of information that I, I've been wanting to know, especially about the surrounding area, about the connective connectability to the, um, the houses. Now this right here, um, is the residence in which SWAT had gone into and, and had, um, uh, unalive somebody who was trying to unalive two of his roommates, 36 years old. And his name is, it was Brent Kopeka. And so. Uh, authorities responded to the scene of a thousand block of S.E. Lata Street in Pullman on the evening of the 14th because Kapaka was threatening to unalive his roommates, according to Pullman police. Allegedly barricaded himself in an apartment after police tried to speak with him. A crisis negotiator tried to make contact. He began firing from his apartment, at which point the building residents were evacuated. Um, after an unsuccessful nego negotiation, escalating behavior continued to danger the police and officer, public and officers. Mel was then taken out by a member of the Whitman County Regional SWAT team. The suspect was found deceased when the SWAT team cleared the apartment, but yeah, yeah, there's, um, there's a lot to handle there. Um, we, 